This is Comet Picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. How are you doing, Jason Glick? I'm doing just fine, John. Yourself? Oh, not half bad. And what do you have for us tonight? Mm. Well, it's it's Marvel crossover time, and um, it's like I finally I got my hands on it on the nice hardcover edition of their their latest big event, Infinity, which is um notable for the fact that it's for the most part it's written by just one guy. One of my favorite writers I'm um, working today, Jonathan Hickman. Now, go back up a bit about you know Marvel Marvel events and you know just big events in general. You know, there have been certainly been some good ones over the years. In recent memory, there's been um, you know like Rick Remender's um, like um, Dark Angel Saga in X. It's like an Uncanny X Force. Um, I like Greg Pak's um, um, World War World War Hulk, which um, had a had a nice riff on the. Uh, the entire Marvel Universe teams up to take down the Hulk, and um, Bendis's uh, secret event, um, secret invasion, was was a lot more um, entertaining than I was expecting it to be. But overall, I mean, a lot of the uh, major events from like you know both Marvel and DC do kind of like leave a little bit be desired. I mean, I've you know, generally done a good job of like avoiding most of um, it's like most of DC stuff over the years because you can ignore most of DC's big event stuff simply because like there is really not a unified DC narrative like there is with Marvel and that's how Marvel Marvel at least gets me to buy their stuff at some point. I mean the exception being Age of Ultron because you know well I didn't realize um, it was actually how significant Age of Ultron was to the overall narrative until a buddy of mine who did spend 75 bucks to get the hardcover um, explained it to me last week and you know after, after and to hear him tell it you know, waiting for the uh, soft-covered um, collection of the miniseries was was the right move to make. But anyway, you know, talking about in like Infinity, and um, it's like overall, it's like after reading it, reading like I'm twice twice over now. I have to admit, this is probably the most satisfying um, big big event series I've read from a. Con- from Marvel or DC in qu- in quite some time, it's like I, th- I think it definitely benefits from the fact that the majority of this was written by by Hickman and and um so represents you know just one writer's you know um vision through, like for the event and also the fact that um he had that Marvel gave him a huge amount of space to uh to um to, to, to work here and um he and he uses that up on extraordinarily well I mean. There are some issues with that to the point where, you know, if you were buying this, if you were just buying the miniseries, then yeah, you only got like half the story. But um, here, clicked it here in the giant hardcover. Um, yeah, it's, it, it reads, like it generally reads quite well with only a few, only a couple little um, continuity gaffes as far as how the, uh, the issues were, are presented here. But um, let me back up and talk about the, um, what you're getting in the, uh, the hardcover itself. You you get the um, four issues from like volume three of um, Hickman's Avengers. You get um, like Avengers volume four. You get um, volume two of 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 Hickman's new Avengers and the Infinity miniseries proper. So technically, if you're if you're pricing out the uh, like like the, like um, new Avengers volume three of Avengers and Infinity and Infinity, it's like you're getting like that's like uh, excuse me. It's like seventy-five bucks right there if you're buying it in hardcover, which is the cover price for this edition. Plus the uh, plus you're also getting like you know those extra four issues of build-up from 
from Avengers Volume Three and the two issues of of the of um one of Marvel's Infinite comics, which basically talks about you know what um the Silver Surfer was doing um during all this. It it's not desperately interesting, but yeah, I can appreciate the extra content and all. Now, thing is though, like before, I guess I'm just going through all the build up stuff before I get to talking about the series itself. The thing is though, this this ties in greatly to Hickman's um, work on Avengers prior to this prior to this date. I mean, the, um, the characters and concepts he introduces in the first volume, like um, like Ex Nihilo, uh, Abyss, um, the Aleph, and also when they're talking about the Builders, the like the first like the first um race race that was um in this in this galaxy, um like all that stuff is very pertinent here, and uh, even more, and New Avengers is arguably even more so because of all the uh. Because of the because of the role the Illuminati plays, it's like in this in this crossover as well. So really, if you haven't read, um, if you haven't read Avengers, um, if you haven't read any of Hickman's Avengers and New Avengers work so far, you're gonna be um, pretty lo- pretty lost here at the, at the beginning. Plus, yeah, if you haven't read New Avengers, um, like there is a very key plot point here that. Um, that's going to be that you're going to miss out on. So, so definitely, um, like pick those up and yeah, I really enjoyed Hickman's work so far on those two titles. So yeah, I mean like, but you know, if you dislike, you know, these kinds of like uh, event series where you have to like, Oh, you got to go and like read up all the back stuff in order to, to enjoy like this theoretically self-contained event. And then you're going to be pissed off and you've probably stopped listening by now. Anyway, Let's get to the meat of Infinity itself. Okay, Infinity. See, Infinity kicks off with. Um, I mean, the build-up issues in in Avengers are fun, are just fine. I mean, they pick up on um, on it's like on the fact that Earth was um seeded with um with new growth sites from like by by Ex Nihilo. Now these um these sites are trying to communicate with each other and and upgrade Earth's consciousness. Problem is, they're also um create, causing chaos as well. So now the Avengers have to go in and try to solve these things while also competing with AIM in order to um see in order to um like unlock the mystery of these these sites as well. Meanwhile, um Nightmask and, and Starbrand are basically um holed up on the Dyson sphere um in her, um orbiting the sun. And um they're it's like and um see and the and the latter is uh, and the former is he is um teaching the latter about how to control his powers. So so you got so you got um little little bit of plot development there, but really it's like the um these issues are kind of like, you know lots of um superhero fi- superheroes fighting each other like fighting the fighting the bad guys getting getting beat up, and um and one of the and one of its one of the crew manifold the teleporter, um getting taken out into space um by by Captain Universe to witness the fall of Galador that kicks off um that kicks off the crossover. So so like I said, it's built it's build up and um. It's see, it's not quite see, it's not desperately compelling, but um, it but it's just a stage well well enough, and um, see, even though I do wish that Marvel had um included the full um volume three of Avengers, because now I'm left to go out and buy the two issues that that aren't collected here. God damn it. Anyway, but getting into Infinity proper now, the big big deal about this is that you know it's. Is that hey? It's like is that it's like Thanos is coming back. It's like Thanos. He's 
it's like he's back, um, fresh from his uh, cameo in at, in the uh, mid credits of event Avengers, and um, now he's now everyone's like, yo, wants to know, like, yo, what's his next move going to be? Not not really. How did he escape the uh, dying universe that he was stranded in at the end of the Thanos imperative? But you know, just what's Thanos going to do next? Anyway, well, thing is, thing is, if you haven't read. Um, uh, um, Jason Aaron's um, Thanos Rising miniseries, then you're going to be at a little bit of a loss here because, and I honestly can't blame you if you didn't because I said that I was, you know, not that impressed by it just because, you know, it was like it. I can understand like the need to give Thanos like a revised origin in order to bring up, to, bring every, all, all of his new fans from the Avengers up to, up to speed and all, or just have Marvel give him, say, hey, you want to know about Thanos? Here, have this miniseries right here. So you've so if you got that, but at the same time, I still think that Aaron spelt, spent too much time just you know, grafting conventional serial killer cliches onto Thanos. However, there is one um, bit of information there that is key to um, Thanos' um, aims here. And that's you know, how Thanos is uh, you know, constantly in death's thrall and how he wants, like, how he wants to get it on with her, but, but he can't because she's constantly um, you know, like, um, teasing him. And um, one of the things that she asked him to do is, you know, kill all of his offspring. And so, you know, that, that was a key plot point from from the Thanos from from Thanos Rising, and here it continues, and it continues here as well because Thanos is still um, set um, crossing the galaxy, looking to murder all of it, all of his kids, and here he finds out that the last one is on Earth, in amongst a hidden tribe of Inhumans. That, however is the B-plot. The A-plot, however, uh, basically picks up on the fact that the Builders, this mysterious race that created life in the universe, um, has suddenly um, gone on the warpath. There's no, there's, no, um, there's no explanation given. They are just you know, out, like, out to destroy every, like, everything in their path. And where does this path lead to? Well, as the Avengers find out, after extrapolating all the um, destruction the builders have caused, that path is Earth. They are they're meant to wipe out, wipe out Earth, and, and race it from race it from the galaxy. And um, so yeah, now, and so and so Captain America, Thor, and, uh, and a big selection of the um, the main Avengers team like, figure it's their duty to go out go out into the like, into the galaxy and join the coalition fight against the against the builders. So. That's the main plot, and really, it's like this is this is the easily the most the most success the more successful of the two of the two competing stories here in the sense that you know it's like um Hickman really does give the um this um galaxy spanning um like um war a real sense of scale and and heft to it, and that's because not I mean even though like the you know it's, this is essentially contained in the uh, main um Infinity um series Hickman um. Hickman basically said, you know, fuck that. I'm not going to um, confine my story to um, this, just what's being told here. Um, I'm actually going to just, you know, like also tell the story in the, um, it's like in the issues of, of um, Avengers itself. So really you're getting like lots of stuff from the, let's see, from the um, battle, the key moments from the battle in, in Avengers. And that's collected here in the hardcover. So really it's like, if you don't um, buy if you do, if you don't get the hardcover, you decide to just you know buy Infinity the Infinity Media series proper. You're only getting half the story, and it's just going to come off as 
you know, just kind of like this Cliff Notes version of this giant conflict. With um, New Avengers, on the other hand, it contains the um, basically the the, uh, the Illuminati side of the story. They're like um, Iron Man and everyone else's struggle on on Earth to contain to um to deal with Thanos's like Thanos's efforts, as well as another incursion from a parallel world as well. Oh, and also um Black um Black Panther and Namor are at each other's fucking throats um, over the fact that you know Nam Namor um like um tore Wakanda to pieces in Avengers versus X Men, and um and Black Panther pays um Namor back in kind here, and it's just. And then Namor, you know, like um, further put puts screws to him later on. It's like it's it's a it's a really interesting um, diabolical relationship these two have between each other, and I'm looking forward to seeing who manages to kill who by the end of Anna Hickman's run. It's good stuff, but um, really, like the um, the big epic storytelling here comes from the um, the Avengers the Avengers issues tied in with with Infinity in the sense that we get this giant story. This giant space conflict, and 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 it holds up pretty well. I mean, it's like re, like I, I was like completely engrossed the first time through, trying to like you know keep me like just going like what's gonna happen next, and uh, let's see, it's like and I'm um, second time through, it's like um I realized that there weren't really that many issues with uh, you know little plot holes um here and here and there, but. I will say that you know Hickman's some um, strength has you know never been with um, you know, characterization. Um, I mean, he's really um, very well served by working in the Marvel universe in the sense that you know he's dealing with characters who have years of of um, of characterization history already done for him. So he's able to just you know like um, plug whatever character he wants into you know into into the into the particular role that he needs. I mean, like you know having Captain America be the uh, be the clever guy with the with the plan, right plan at the right time. You know that works. You know, seeing Thor act, it's like it's like um, act as the um, you know the, the, the um, peace messenger for the um, for uh, to, to meet the builders on Hala, only to um, you know unleash his own you know Viking Viking brand of appeasal. It's like it. It's like it's like it's that works. It's a really cool scene too, particularly when um, he disarms himself. And then subsequently rearms himself as well, and it's 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 really it's really fantastic, compelling stuff. And the thing is, though, um, and um, the stuff on um, on Earth with Thanos and his and his um, personal guard, the um, the Call Obsidian, it's like they it's like they're they're a really they're an in- interesting bunch too. But the uh, but the thing is, though, it's like if you're it's like the more you know about Thanos. Um, the you, the more you're going to have an issue with Hickman's portrayal of him here. Now, if you've if you're only familiar with him as you know that creepy guy from the Avengers credit sequence, then you're not going to have an issue with um how he's portrayed here. I mean, well, because really, what do you have to base your base your characterization characterization of him on after all? But you know, for someone like me, um, who actually has not really like a deep knowledge of the character, but enough to know that Thanos is a schemer. And someone who like likes to likes to cover all the angles, as opposed to just relying simply on brute force. Um, his portrayal here, I can appreciate the fact that he's portrayed as someone as a, as a character of immense power and um, and brutality, and that you know kind of works from the story. But still, like you know, I miss the uh, you know the like I said the um, 
the scheming parts of him. The fact that you know this is a guy like who ha- who normally has all the angles covered, but this time um, he's just you know like he's just here. He's just here to kill his son, and um, he's just gonna you know beat up everyone in his, in his way and all. Yeah. Oh, and also there's the uh, there's the Inhumans as well, which this. Like there's an event here that sets the stage for um, Inhumanity, Marvel's next major initiative, which I'm not desperately interested in because you know it's basically you know X Men with the Inhumans. But I read it, I already read X Men, so I don't really have you know much of a reason to get excited about about this right here. So, but even but even so, I mean, like I said, it still it still works as long as you as long as um, like I said, less, if you're willing to just you know ex- like just accept um, like Thanos, like um, Thanos's characterization at face value, you're not gonna have much of a problem. But you know, like I said, like the more like the more invested you are in this, like in the character, like I've got a, my friend um, who did read Age of Ultron. It's like he's a huge um, Thanos fan, and um, he was just not impressed by what Hickman did here at all. Like I said, I think. I'm willing to look past that for the sake of the story, but you know, just like long, long time Thanos fans, um, consider yourself warned here. But and also in the end, you know, like Infinity basically is basically like you know, like Hickman's you know next stage of his Avengers story, um, writ large. And ultimately, if you if you if you've enjoyed if if you're like me and you've enjoyed Hickman's work work on the title so far, then yeah, you're gonna have a great great time. Um, otherwise, uh, if, if you're more of, if you, like I said, if, if you, if you hated Bendis, Bendis's run, I said, you're probably not going to like Hick, Hickman's simply because he's not, you know, dealing with like, you know, a traditional, you know, like, uh, like Avengers superhero stuff. He's telling a great, big, epic science fiction story. And yeah, it's got its issues. Like, you know, his attempt to like, um, like force a romance between, um, between Cannonball and, and, um, Izzy also known as Smasher, um, doesn't, like, comes off as more just, you know, tokenism than anything else. But, but overall, it's like, I was, it's like, I was thoroughly entertained, and even though, like, yeah, this is a, this is a big $75 hardcover, I was, I honestly, like, I felt like I got my money's worth even before factoring, like, you know, the discounts I get, so I get from buying through Amazon and picking up all, and, and all, and what it would cost to buy all the, uh, Different volumes collected here individually. One other thing I'd like to mention, though, is that this is a um, lot. Several different artists contributed to this. Um, Stefano Caselli um, illustrates the opening um, Avengers issues, and he does his he does some typically um, solid, um, um, clean, fleshy superhero work. Generally, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Mike Diodato um, Jr. does the uh, new does the new Avengers issues here. And his work here um, wasn't as annoyingly um, computer generated as it was, as I felt it was in um, most recent volume of Hickman's event um, Avengers. So that was that was refreshing. Um, um, then you've got then you've got the, the main um, Infinity series proper, which which is handled by three artists. Um, Jim Chung d- does the first and last issues. And the subs and the um, four in between are split by um, Jerome Pena, who does the um, outer space scenes, and Dustin Weaver, who does these scenes on Earth. Um, all three of them do do fantastic work. Hickman, um, sorry, Chung's work is is more is more conventional is more conventional superhero superhero work in style, but it's still like 
fantastically detailed and like in, in full of action. Really feel the impact from the fight scenes. Um, see with with the um, with um, Weaver and Opeña's work, it's not quite their um, their best work because um, I mean they both worked with Hickman before in in Avengers, and they both and um, you get to see some of um, Opeña's um, like I'm um, just. Fantastic design sense in these, it's like in the issues, like giving him having him draw the outer space scenes was great because it gives him like the opportunity to draw all these um, bizarre alien life forms and in space and spacecraft designs. And that works, that works really well, but it's not, doesn't have quite the same insane detail that he that, that came with his first um, Avengers arc. Um, same with um, Dustin Weaver, it's like he, like it's not like the whole. The whole monthly delivering all these these on um, pages monthly doesn't quite um, allow him to cut loose as much as he much as he did in his um, Avengers issues, but still it's like it's good it's good solid work. And um, then you've also got um Lanil Yu who does the uh, the Avengers um, tie-in issues, and um, he starts off really good in the sense that you know he he's a guy who thrives on drawing like you know big crazy stuff, but then. Um, you know, as things go on, um, well, let's just say that, you know, I, th- I assume like drawing like six, like drawing six issue, six issues over four months really got, got to him. And it, and it, and his work just gets progressively rougher as it goes on. I mean, the f- those first, those first couple issues are fantastic and, you, but he, and he's, he's a capable enough artist that thing that he's still able to tell, tell the story well in, in the last couple issues, but. Still, like you can just tell that he was just you know rushed, pushed right up against the deadline for these final issues. So, but yeah, overall, it's like like in Infinity um, is a series of cap that that um, sets out to tell a giant like epic um, sp- um bait space space battle story, a cla- real clash of empires and forces. And overall, I think it succeeds. It's certainly not without its issues. And um, there's a high barrier to entry um, for anyone who hasn't read um, Hickman's um, work. But, you know, if you have, if you're like me and you'll buy just about anything that Hickman does, then, yeah, it's like you're going to have a great time here. John, so uh, any uh, thoughts or ramblings or whatnot about this? Oh, there are no ramblings this time, sir. What, none at all? Not even a few. <laughs> I think okay. uh, yes, 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 indeed. Um, no, not this time, sir. Yes. All right. Okay. Well. Okay. In that case, that's all I had for you tonight. So I mean, like, I'm. I like to think that you know, like, Marvel is gonna like um deliver something up, something even better whenever they get around to their next um, you know, project. But I don't know. I I'm not I'm not too optimistic about like, considering the bar the bar that Hickman sets with this series. So we'll see. Anyway, though, we're taking, we're dialing things way, way back for next time, mm-hmm. which, um, unless um, something, unless something, you know, something, um, something happens, I will be talking about, you know, time traveling Romans and Japanese baths. That sounds really interesting. <laughs> and a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. Uh, what's the thread that connects these two? That's what we're gonna have to find out next week. Oh, there, there is no thread because you know <laughs> this, this is just like. I'll just show you about how the, talking more about how the Japanese can write, how can, can uh, make comics about anything. Yes, this is true. Yes, they anything. can. Anything. Absolutely. 
All right, until next time, we'll catch you on Comic Picks by the Glick. Later.